Dear Hong Kong citizens, We are barely two weeks into 2014, but we already feel the big chill. I'm not talking about a snowstorm which has currently paralyzed most parts of North America, but the big chill on Hong Kong's press freedom. The sudden announcement by Ming Pao at the late hours of 6 January to replace his editor-in-chief Kevin Lau, by Malaysian with no local experience, has raised the eyebrows of many of us. The staff and readers of the newspaper are obviously worried that the change of harm is a move by the management to try to adopt a more conservative and conciliatory editorial stance to appease the Beijing and Hong Kong government. And yet some people may take the view that such a change of personnel is a commercial decision, and there's no need to raise the alarm. Some may even take the comfort that Hong Kong has not done too badly in the 2013 Press Freedom Index compiled by the Reporters Without Borders. Hong Kong ranks 58 amongst 179 entrants and is taking the fourth place in Asia after Taiwan, South Korea and Japan. However, as a world-class city, Hong Kong's ranking at the 58th position is disappointing. It has slipped four positions from 2012 and is way behind some developing countries including Namibia, Ghana and Suriname. I often ask myself, is our press freedom sufficiently protected? This is not an easy question to answer. The International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights applies to Hong Kong through the provisions of Article 39 of the Basic Law. The covenant ensures that everyone will have the right to hold opinion without interferences. In addition, it also provides that everyone will have the right to freedom of expression. Violation of press freedom can take many forms. It can be an assassin's bullet aimed to kill an investigative journalist and to intimidate and silence his colleagues. It can be a knock on the door from the police, bringing in a reporter to question her on her sources, or put her in jail with a proper trial. It can be a restrictive media law, which puts the power over editorial content into the hands of censors and press courts. In Hong Kong, press freedom violation often takes a more subtle form through management interference and self-censorship. The subtlety of it does make it more difficult to monitor and for the public to speak out on it. Newspapers have their important social functions and obligations, and yet they are commercial undertakings. Press freedom can be compromised if, for instance, in return for more pro-government stands, a newspaper can be promised a right to have a wider circulation, especially a circulation right in the populated mainland where the media is tightly controlled by the state. Press freedom can also be compromised if the government does not deal with the press on a fair and equal basis. What if the government only invites members of the press selectively to attend news briefings or to give exclusive interviews to the most favoured reporters? What if the government tries to exert influence on the press by rewarding investors or management of selected press with honours and public appointments? A quote sometimes attributable to Thomas Jefferson 
said that the price of freedom is eternal vigilance. Freedom, especially press freedom, is delicate and fragile, and that to keep it sustaining, it had to be watched, or it would disappear. I cannot convince myself that the replacement of the editor-in-chief of Mingpao is a normal commercial decision. It has taken place hastily, without thorough internal consultation or public recruitment. I do hope that Mingpao's management can promptly provide the public and its staff a comprehensive and thorough explanation. In future, the public will need to be vigilant and diligently monitor its editorial stance. Hong Kong's press is in the midst of a chilling winter. The Mingpao incident is only the latest of a series of changeover in the senior editorial team of a number of local newspapers, where more outspoken editors are being replaced by their more conservative counterpart. And yet, even the coldest winter will eventually be thawed by the heat of the spring sun. We should help the press retaining its independence. By keeping them under our vigilance, the year of the horse is round the corner, and spring is close. My New Year wish is for our press to stay as vibrant and free as a horse. Wish you all the best for the new year. Yours sincerely, Kenneth Lo.